0: hey everybody i'm ken Pooch van druten and that is this is chris raybold right here chris a raybold right how are you Peach and raybold episode 37 well wow. how is uh how you holding up how you, how's things?
1: Things are things, you know. We, uh, it's an interesting time right now where we have long settled into COVID, but <laughs> now we are deeply supplanted into the muck. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're just kind of, we're just sort of stagnant and it's just doing its
0: thing. So I think the hardest thing for me right now is the, you know, the news. The media has picked up this whole. We're going to have a surge. We're all going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, and all I see in that, um, unfortunately, is our um, industry getting extended is getting put pushed yeah. back. Right. But I just I, I look at all that stuff, and it, I I know that everybody's kind of hurting, and they're seeing all that. So, all you guys out there, hang in there, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what, Like we've been saying all along, we will go back to work. We just don't know when. You know? right um, and right. do whatever it takes man yep do whatever it takes to feed your families for now
1: yep that's and have your own gloom and doom filter too for that's, sure you know what I mean yeah I mean those these these our remember nowadays our news sources are all virtually what what's it, what's the phrase I like infotainment in other words figure <laughs> yes. they need the the scare factor wow factor I'm not saying that they're not that facts aren't the facts data is not data but with with a grain of salt should we yeah. all take what we see and read you know what i mean
0: i mean media used to be um you know respectable and reporting just the facts right uh, and it's turned into that old uh you know 80s and 90s show a current affair do you remember mm-hmm. that show yeah, yeah totally yeah um, it's all of our news has turned into yeah info. There
1: really is no news, news the only news left is like a tornado hit today like that's news it's indisputable it happened it, yes. that's you know what I mean
0: those are facts there yeah, was a facts. hurricane that came through New Orleans this morning that's a fact
1: it happened we know it happened
0: mm-hmm. but uh, and
1: also know that social media is not a news source either oh boy is it not Let, let's remember that one yeah. let's remember that one
0: have oh. you seen that Netflix uh, thing about social media
1: your second person in the last six hours it's asked me that um i haven't i've heard of it i've heard it'll make you want to get
0: off all of it it's crazy it didn't make me want to get off everything but it it certainly made me way more informed about it it's creepy like it's social network that's what it's called Creepier than you think it is which is pretty fucking creepy right yeah i already thought it was like oh this is creepy you know facebook is listening to me we'd be in the back lounge talking about something and the next day i'd have ads totally for whatever we were talking about, Refle- um, but Refle- it's creepy like yeah. it's like, watch that thing. And you'll be like, oh, anyway. Um, yeah. So go check out that. Um, if you want to get more depressed, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like a real uh, but one. no, I, I, think, um, it's important what you just mentioned, you know, managing your expectations and your goals and kind of taking it day by day, mm-hmm. trying not to, bite off more than you can chew you know trying not to i'm trying to compartmentalize if that makes sense so it's mm-hmm. like you know i focus on the next three days ahead mm-hmm. um and try not to excuse me oh, wow uh, and try not to be um you know the big picture of like we're not gonna work for another six months right because um, right. that just doesn't do anybody good Yeah, I do. That is not good. Um, and I am, um, doing everything I can, uh, to keep my brain active in regards to music. So uh, guys, if you have a DAW, any DAW, go get Reaper for 40 bucks, Mm -hmm. um, and just mix tracks, Mm -hmm. you know, there's websites out there, um, that you can download free multi-tracks of things, you know? Um, you know, 200 track things um, and just, you know, keep up on your skills. Even if you're having to work another job, like come home at night and sure. mess around with the DAW. Just, yeah. Just you play know. around. Yeah. Uh, because I, I, you know, I, I think one of the hardest things about this time period right now is the, uh, the fact that we don't have that artistry happening, mm-hmm. right? It's not even so much the financial insecurity, Mm-hmm. Um, which is horrible. I get that. Which is massive. Um, but but we don't have an outlet um, for our artistry. It's like taking a canvas away from a painter.
1: Yeah, and I was thinking about this last night. You know, my, you know how it is. Live sound too is there's a there's the roadie element to live sound, which sure. is not an artistic element. You know, right? So like so like live sound is this like for those that are mixers has this artistic endeavor, but it's also kind of wrapped up in some of this other stuff that goes with it that at times can kind of take away from the artistic um it it almost lends itself to not look artistic because it can look because the roadie factor is so strong but in fact when you're in it when you're mixing and there's no manual there's no instruction booklet there's no nothing i mean that is creativity at its finest right there putting this all together in very difficult environments um I was just thinking last night, I was just like, man, because I, you know, I've been mixing some stuff, but it's not our, th- it's not our, th- it's not even challenging things, but it's just not our thing. It's not my creative. Totally. Outlet, totally.
0: You know, and I enjoy it. And when I tell everyone that you should go, you know, keep going on with your skills, that's just to keep your mind active. Absolutely. You know? um, I, you're absolutely right. I miss the, you know, walking into the shitty smelling venue and going where's catering i mean that's mm-hmm. that's part of it too you know right it's not just the um well i'm a mixer and i'm an artist and i'm missing you know it's not yeah i miss everything about it you right know? so um i am uh i'm thinking that when we do go back to work uh, I, at least for like the first six months we're all going to be like high and about our jobs. We're going to be like, yes. this is amazing. Yeah. I, I ever bitched about, you know, riding around on a bus. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: and see, and I'm convinced just like where there's this thing of, well, oh, we'll never go back. This is the new normal. This is the new forever. It's like, shut up. Yes, we will. That's not true. Yes, we will. We will. But I also think the whole like, man, when we get back, there's going to be so much gratitude. There, there is. There absolutely is for a little while.
0: I was just going to say, how long is the honeymoon? And then,
1: and then this is all like human stuff, you know, and then we're going to go back to, so this, like this, if anything, though, both of those things are encouraging because what they're saying is, man, don't discount how quickly things can change for real you know so remember that because this sucks right now but man i'm telling you it's going to change it will change uh and then also just like just look at that what that says for both of even though the second one is kind of a shitty pessimistic look at the human condition it's also like you know hey things change quickly when they
0: change for real so yeah um i mean you know there's no question that our stuff is gonna look different you know when we go back there's gonna be you know who knows what like quick testing everyone's got to get tested everyone's you know mm-hmm. you've had a little experience with that right like going back to i work. have but see and i too don't think that lasts forever i don't I either mean. but i i do think it's probably for the first couple of years even That's if there's a sure. vaccine mm-hmm. and even if there is no more things in sight i think for a, a while we're going to mm-hmm. be in this you know um hand sanitizer
1: Quick. Yeah. I'll tell you what I was thinking of today. What, how, what, what did it come? Today, I was thinking about, so randomly thinking about my console. It's the, the, why I was thinking about it. it's not important, but I was thinking about, you know, like we all have our talk back, mic. Yeah and i was thinking about just you know having someone at the desk being like no go ahead and you tell the band if it's the md or something and them leaning in and doing it like that's going to be some of those things are going to be weird that's it'll take a few years for that to kind of normalize again
0: you know can you imagine like it's already creepy in monitor world (laughs) oh how crammed (laughs) it ear clean no i mean like the ear cleaning and the handling of microphones you know already they're doing some weird biohazard crap over there um it's only gonna get worse you know i i walk over to tater you know uh and him you know with whatever 13 sets of ears that are just <laughs> gunked just gunked dude and yeah just over there like vacuuming out stuff yeah um, so that is gonna be super mm. weird right like you're gonna have to have microphones that are like sanitized and isolated from each other and- yeah um, and again, I, I don't know honestly, I think what that looks like. but Right.
1: And then, but then after a while, I do think it normalizes. I just, I, I mean, it's my, but again, I don't fucking know. That's just my opinion. My <laughs> I know.
0: Guess. Well, that's what's great in all of this is that, you know, everyone's got an opinion about what it's going to be, but it's so weird. It's like no one really knows. No one really knows. Um, no. And it's, I think part of the problem is that, is that there is no, um, unified this is what it's going to be um, yeah so like every local government has all kinds of ideas of what it should be mm. um and so what does that mean for us is that mean that the day we're in dallas mm-hmm. is different than the day in oklahoma city as far
1: as protocol i think that will for sure happen interesting i i'm just i'm just just because them's the rules you know what i mean
0: no i know but it's like how do you keep track of that i guess you you're maybe we have like a safety officer
1: like a liaison you know what i mean it becomes it's either a liaison or a further um a further task of the production coordinator, assistant. Of course, not all tours have those things, or just the right. tour manager, production road manager, depending on what size of things. And then it's how much are people really looking. And I think over time that arose. And we have to remember, we talked about on this on the one show that we did on COVID, there is actual precedent for this before. You know, our country went through in 1918, you know, it went through so sure. much. So there is precedent. It's just unprecedented for our active generational members you know what i mean that those of yeah, us out in society.
0: i and totally agree with you except that we're also you know five billion people more yep and it's a it's just a different time yeah you know um, it's just a and, different time and gatherings are are more common mm-hmm. um, so yeah i don't know it's gonna be weird and uh it's it's on my brain a lot yeah. but yeah um, yeah <laughs> how know, can it
1: not be i know
0: but we're gonna be fine, guys. Really, um, you know, keep moving. Yeah, that's that's our message. Um, yeah. So, uh, thanks for coming here and spending some time with us. Hopefully, uh, these things are kind of motivating you. You know, we've gotten a lot of feedback in the comments about, um, you know, hey, this is really great. Thank you. Um, you know, uh, it's changed the way that I mix. You know, that's been cool those have been cool to to see see people
1: out when they get a gig and they're like oh yo check this out or whatever just you know that's been neat to see
0: yeah totally um so thanks for that guys uh stay tuned uh we've got lots of things coming um we're trying to uh you know think of things to do to try to keep contributing to the sound community so um thanks for that um Well, that was a long intro uh let's uh talk about i just started
1: uh, thinking when we were doing it though i'm like why not like what what rules do we have to follow no we don't um (laughs) we have nothing but
0: time we our usual mo is to be like what do you want to talk about today and then we talk about it but instead we you know went off for about 10 minutes but that's okay um What do you want to talk about today? <laughs> anything but COVID. Um, so yeah.
1: the, uh, or no, that's good. Uh, let's do the what we've been saying we might do for a while, which is dig into the use of macros. Oh, sweet. Um, and kind of what we, if anything, I'm sure you do something, you know, I know we all do. Um,
0: sure. But what that looks like. Yeah, so guys that don't use Digico Digico products, um you may not know um that Digico products have a thing called macros which is um basically kind of a script editor. Um think of that for uh computers. Uh so that you can by the touch of one button do multiple commands. Um, or control any parameter on the uh, the desk itself, um, and I don't know about you, Chris, but I found it a little clunky in the beginning. Like I was yeah. like trying to figure it out, and it took me a while. Mm-hmm. To learn the thought process behind it, but yeah. when I started thinking about it as a script editor, then I was like, oh, "Okay, I kind of understand how this works." Mm-hmm. Um, but um, if you are, for, if you're just getting into Digico products, um, you know, uh, don't be afraid of it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, try to spend some time with it. Um, go get the offline version and mess around with macros. Um, mm-hmm. They are incredibly handy tools. Um, and, uh, so what, Hey, real real quick to point out, I know just from using,
1: I don't know what all other,
0: yeah, well, that's the thing is I'm not familiar with like Yamaha. So what does Yamaha do? Yamaha's got, I I don't know what Yamaha has. They, I I think
1: they have some like customizable keys or something like that. You know, like some, uh, uh, what is it? SSL has, they have a set of user keys that are, um, that are not as advanced in the, the options is Digico, but they have quite a few things. They have quite it. a and few selections, yeah. So yeah. I'm sure everybody kind of has some. Does Avid have something now? I'm sure they do. Here they comes the see. comments. <laughs> but yeah, um,
0: Actually, yeah, comment below, guys, if you have comments about that, you know, whatever the, the mm-hmm. alternative to macros from a Digico perspective, what, you know, on, yeah. on other consoles.
1: Digico uh, is by far the most full-featured. Like, what do you want to do? Out of any of them.
0: Well, that's that's what I'm trying to say is that it, it is mm-hmm. such a script editor that it's like literally anything, any parameter, any menu item, any anything on the desk can be included in this, you know, button mm-hmm. uh, script editor, uh, which is is really great, including like timed things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of my favorite ones, just to kind of start us off. Uh, was um, uh, my my system engineer on Jay-Z, this guy named Adam, uh, who now mixes KISS. Um, amazing dude. Um, and he made a macro that um, basically, when you push it, it has a timer. So you push the macro, it has a timer, um, and... At the end of the time period, it takes a fader and takes it from zero and slowly fades it up to zero, or whatever, minus five, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. And the reason he built that was for walk-in. Oh ah, so that's good. When you get done with um, all your stuff, when you're mm-hmm. all you know line checked, everybody's good, and everyone is walking away, let's say, at 5:30, mm-hmm. and doors are at 6:30. Mm-hmm. You can go into the macro and say 60 minutes, you know, and start. And mm-hmm. literally, like we would be on the bus, and the stage manager, the production manager would call and say, Hey, is anybody coming in to turn on walking? And we'd look at our watch and go, Wait 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 30 seconds later, and then go yeah. back and go, Yeah, thanks. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Which is awesome. I mean, you know, it's like, it's stupid, but it's like, yeah. you know, kept us. From anybody having to go in inside to start walking in, yeah. You know, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what what's uh, what's your favorite? Well, favorite I was
1: gonna favorite. say I have what I have are default ones, and they're so basic, guys. This is like beyond. This is not even one hundred and one. But um, oh my
0: god, yeah, just real quick, there's like, there's kids out there <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that are building some macros that do you know twenty. Yes. Yeah. You know, it,
1: yep. it, it, and and um, I'll begrudgingly build one of those if I have to, you too. know, yeah. I mean, I will, if I have to, but like you said, the building process, I don't know that it's changed a ton so much as we've gotten used to it. You know, you've yeah. got to be really, it's not so much as what you write, what you want to happen is that you're careful to not write something in there that you definitely don't want to happen. For sure. You know? <laughs> like one of my favorite ways to do it, if it's something other than my really basic ones, which I'm getting ready to tell you, is the um, capture feature, which yeah. guys, what that is, is it's like you go into the macro section and you hit capture. And if I'm not mistaken, it turns like bright pink. And what that means is it takes a record of everything you everything do. Everything you do. If you touch everything. A fader, everything. Mm. Be careful. From that point forward until you turn that off and then that's the macro. Yeah. But you got to be careful because if included in that is switching to a screen yes. or something else, that banking. too is written yeah. in it. Yeah. So remember when you hit it, it's now going to, it'll do all the things you wanted to, but did you really want that screen to switch? And did you want, so you have to be very careful. So, but I love that one. Like if I've got all my ducks in a row and I know what I want to do, I just do capture and it's just a matter of going boop, 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 hit the button again. and Thank you very much. There's my macro. You know,
0: and you can take out something,
1: right? And you can, yeah. Once you, once you, and that's the thing too. Like, if you know how to read the the script, the the script, you know how to go in there and go, nope, I didn't want that. Nope, I didn't want that. I didn't want you know, and you pull things out.
0: (laughs) They're literally like in computer land. They're separated by commas, and you can just like, right? Oh, I don't want that to do something. Yep. Um. So. So
1: yeah. Mine are this. And I always use the same colors for them. Of course, the, the main, the absolute main one that I have always <clears throat> it's in the same spot every time. And it's in bright red is save session. Yep. That's the one that, you know, I just hit save, 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 save. I'm going to hit that one all the time. Um,
0: And the reason, let's just say the reason that you do that is the touchscreen move to save a session is Mm -hmm. a two-part move, right? Like file and then save. So Mm -hmm. I don't want to deal with that all the time. All I want to do is reach up and hit save as I'm working, hit save.
1: Yep. And and some of these I'll mention too, are they're really just for ergonomic reasons. Like those macros are usually a, as if you can see where I'm standing now, is just a quick reach. That's right. Whereas some of the other ones are a, as you were saying, it's more of a disruptive, go up to the top, change the main screen. Yeah. So it's just for ergonomic reasons. It's just a quick, quick grab. Yeah. Um, save session is always one. The other really big one for me is, um, if, if you're a snapshot user is update current, that's it. Right. That's and I too. have, those are the two and I have them together and I have, and that one is always yellow. Yep. Um, so that's a big one and you have to be careful that you are so that when you're riding it, you're not, you could put in like duplicate you could make all kinds of you can make make whatever you want but for me it's always update current because those are the the fast sorts of things to do Um, so
0: as you're working guys you're doing stuff you make a couple of changes super quick i want to update that snapshot done right um how about how do you i actually haven't asked you this if you run your snapshots with that option to where you can poke at the snapshot and have it go to that snapshot because the reason i ask this is Mm. i don't run that way i run to where you could select any of those snapshots and one of my buttons is fire
1: oh interesting one of your you mean one of your macros macros is fire yeah Um,
0: that's right next to update so save update fire and Mm -hmm. with fire when during especially during rehearsals you can when they're just playing random songs of not playing in any sort of order you can just poke at the one that they just started and hit got it and it's quick
1: got it no i definitely would never have it to where um i could randomly touch one and it would yeah. go there that is a preference
0: you know that right? yeah like, i i, I, I know
1: i actually that. didn't even know that
0: Yeah, Uh, I think it defaults to that. Um, Uh I'm not sure, but I I I know that's an option. Like literally, you can you know have it to where it it triggers to next or fires when you poke it. Yeah, whatever the snapshot is.
1: Yeah. So well, so to answer your question, no, I do not do that, and I and I would not do that.
0: (laughs) Comment below if you guys do that and why why you would do that.
1: Why you would?
0: Yeah. I mean, I even
1: get weird about having. It's funny. I'm so. I couldn't tell you when, because it's never happened that I've had someone in a a real large scale concert fall on my console. You know what I mean? Like it's, (laughs) that's never happened, but I'm very wary of People around and and one of the big things is like touch screens off to the side. Now everybody defaults to giving you a touch screen. And I oftentimes times ask for a lot of my stuff to not be touch screen. Cause I don't want someone I don't want someone to walk by, grab the screen, have to go at a, a I have this one gig where actually oh they God. will be uh you know, guests will be given access through this one part of front of house that comes right up. Anyway, the point is I'm just like no that touch. That in.
0: Vegas gig? It's not
1: the they va- oh that's one too. Yeah, that's a great one. Everybody comes by at the Bruno thing. in between the lighting guy and you. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's on another one and people just okay. idiots come through constantly.
0: I'm just like, nobody <laughs> touch anything. You're you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> so i didn't think about that actually now you got me panicked about it like literally someone just grabbing a screen to move
1: absolutely it to or it well-intended out. tech that's out there that gets called to yeah. do something and they grab a waves something and they oh. jack it up 12 mute, mute
0: your master
1: rack right anything <laughs> you know oh um, so uh, now now as far as, as some of the other ones go, okay, save and update are obvious, and everybody that uses yep. these, I'm, I would imagine, does that. I'll also have some things like um, I'll put my taps, even if I'm not using – I always have – even if I'm using delays – from an external source. And we've talked about this on here. I'll write them within the Digico session in case those external sources take a shit and I have Correct. to go to Digico. Or I'll use a mixture of both. Or sometimes I'll just be like, you know what? Let's just use the Digico stuff. Yep. And uh, even though those will all be written into the snapshots, I'll also have tap one and tap two okay. as some, right? Pretty basic. I um,
0: have to do that uh, because I work for a band that doesn't have any playback. So there's no click. There's no uh, click. Right. So yeah. Um, you know, every, every tempo is close. It's close. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a bunch of delay cues that are like, um, you know, quarter note and a three quarter note, you know what I mean? Like they're weird and have to be uh-huh. right on the money, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, so there's one particular song where I'm literally like doing taps to their tempo for the entire first like intro part of it because of this one cue that has to be right you know? yeah and yeah. it's one that everybody knows right Like you know it's like the one important delay cue that everyone's like that has to be there it's on the record you know um, here's an interesting here's an interesting question
1: sidebar when you're doing a tap it really the answer is the same for both are you just doing time 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 or are you thinking of like when the phrase would be said and when the word would be repeated does that make sense
0: no for me it's always time it's just Um,
1: time straight time
0: straight time um and then setting the delay to do uh, so that it sees beats per minute but then does the quarter note half note thing yes you know right so i actually um that's a really good point um my tap tempo is one button like i don't do different timed delays in other words so if i have an eighth note delay mm-hmm. a quarter note delay a quarter half note delay um those are from the same tap button they're the subdividing the beats per minute and then right. deciding whether they're eighth note you know
1: right like in sense. other words it's set within the delay what the subdivision is going to be
0: correct of, of that yeah. tap. so i'm not doing you know eighth note and then quarter note and yeah note. right um, but uh, yeah, um, that gets a little a little crazy for bands that aren't using playback. You know, it's like yeah. Well,
1: that's the way we all did it forever. Anyway, for sure. That's why that's a thing, you know, yeah. or why guitar players, or they're still up there, you know, by and large, usually tapping stuff out. Yep. So yeah. um, again, this is where that's where snapshots kind of make us lazy. It's like, oh, I have to tap. Oh. <laughs> I'll have that kind of time, you know what I mean? Um. Actually, I
0: got to tell you, you know, it's been a while since I'd done a band that um doesn't use playback. And so a lot of those things I had to renew my skills with, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I hadn't done tap delays for a long time. Although, I am just like you, even with a playback band, there is a tap delay macro always just in case, always. Yeah um but i hadn't really used it for years and then all of a sudden you know three years ago i started working for a band that absolutely had to have it right
1: um, i'll keep the way i'll do it i'll keep on my first layer on the sd7 i like it on i think it's the sd5 where there's like 10 of them yes that would be cool and i'm sure whatever digico builds next is their flagship product will have many like i think when we messed with the um 338 i think it had like eight or something maybe it had 10 I can't remember. I, I, we, we didn't have it for very long. Right. Yeah.
0: But um, my. Great desk, to- by the way. It's, you know, for the price point, it's amazing. It so. totally is. Yeah. Uh,
1: for me, with my macros, like the first layer, which is only five buttons, is what I consider utilitarian stuff. Yes. So it looks like save. And this is actually moving from the right to the left. Save, update. I try to leave a space. Yeah. And then what I've done is because I'm a big. I, I like, I, I am a big solo even if it's not to listen, to look at the meters. Yes, it's right. What I'm talking about is right on the surface. It's right there, but I have moved it to where it's in the macro level where I have my changes from whether it's a PFL or an AFL type of solo. And then I also have clear on there. And I know this sounds lazy, but I swear to you, it's so much quicker to go boom than to reach up to the top. And do it. So I keep those two. So those are all my strictly utilitarian stuff right there. And then if I have, if I start doing crazy stuff, or not crazy, but like moving into stuff like taps, those move to the second layer. Yep. You know what I mean. And Mm -hmm. also because I don't want that layer to be open. And again, some. I don't know what environment I think I mix in that there are going to be like ninjas falling on my console <laughs> at all time. I it's, don't know, but it's pretty awesome people yeah. jogging screens, but I'm just so protective of everything <laughs> that I would hate for any tap tempo type thing to be hit totally in the middle of a performance. So I keep those where it takes a little bit more effort to get to them.
0: You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That first layer looks exactly the same for me. The only addition that I have in there is fire, um, uh-huh. fire, fire, uh, current, selected snapshot or whatever it is.
1: Do you do Um, the solo stuff there too?
0: I do. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, Interesting. I do. Um, (laughs) uh, So I don't do AFL and PFL, uh, but I definitely solo clear. Yeah. Because, you know, both of us obviously work in a solo mode where it's not individual and then it switches to the next thing. We work in a mode where 16 things could be soloed. Correct. Um, And sometimes those things are in different banks and it gets crazy. So I reach clear like a lot, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah. So that's what mine looks like. Um, It's for me, just to keep us going here. um, I always put danger zone macros, Mm -hmm. ones that will absolutely screw things up if they're touched. Mm-hmm. um in um macro bank 8. Oh, so that's the furthest one, right? Furthest one away from me and also one that I'm not even thinking about. So like the first I'm using maybe the first 3 pages worth of macros. Mm-hmm. Um but that 8 one are the f- you know four or five that are like master bus insert is right. macros. Um uh I had a uh i did jay-z where there was i was uh making analog stems uh and so i wrote a pretty extensive macro that had all those inserts of those digital stems that were then going to analog stems that was then returning into the master bus mm-hmm. um so basically i could bypass uh,
1: oh you mean you you were doing su- you've got a
0: summing I do. I was using analog summing. Uh, Oh, I see what you're saying. And so I think we we talked about this before where, you know, there's a bunch of cabling, there's a whole other stage rack. There's all kinds of things that could fail. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I built this macro that was like, you know, take the whole analog summing thing out of it and back to digital summing. So if any of that failed, that rack lost power, whatever, it was Mm -hmm. literally go to bank eight of my macro, hit that button, um, and and away we go. Um, mm-hmm. And those buttons, by the way, I don't know how you do this, but they are dual buttons, right? So on and off. Um, and I make them. Glad you brought that up. I make them totally different colors, usually green and red. Yes. Like red meaning, hey, this is not the normal operating mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and green, so that when I fire up in the morning. I can scan across all my macros and make sure that, you know, they're all in green mode, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and so anyway, um, that's what I do. What do you do in that regard? Well, one thing I'm glad you brought up was the
1: on and off mode, which is really probably the coolest thing about the macro stuff is, I mean, not the coolest thing, but it's, it's neat. And guys, that's just exactly what Pooch just said. So that the same button, one push, what it implies, on, off. You yeah. know, the most simple thing could be like you could make a, a mute or something. Um, but they're kind of difficult to write. Those, <laughs> even after how many years I've been using that desk, 10 years or whatever. The, That's the, on, the
0: clunkiest part of that. Dude. It is.
1: The on, off part, it, it, it will keep me, if I'm being honest, it will keep me from writing a macro for a while
0: because I'll be like... <laughs> How does the on off thing work again? (laughs) You know? And I know it's so simple. It's almost counterintuitive. It's like off means on, really. Or yeah. I can't I can't honestly, guys, I haven't been in front of a desk and five months now. Yeah. Uh, so I can't honestly remember the exact terminology. So please don't write comments. Yeah. Like you're an idiot. Right. I know I'm an idiot. <laughs> I
1: For um, me, it's just the way you have to write so. It is. Sort of it is. Yeah. It's just, it.
0: it's just clunky. Um, yeah. but, but once you figure out the workflow of it, um, you mm. know, it, it, it works well. Yeah, and just like Chris said, it's, it's the way to make one macro button be multifunction.
1: Yeah. Um, you can do yeah. multiple things. So. The uh, for me the one thing that I, I will definitely bury somewhere is the it will be the one the um you know was first introduced to me as an oh shit macro um, which is to turn off all it could be to turn off anything but usually the where I'll have it is if it turns off all of my plugin server it just turns the inserts on and off
0: the inserts on the individual channels and groups that go to whatever universal audio or waves, right?
1: Waves are just for me. And I've never even, I've never written it where it also includes my outboard stuff, but whatever you might have external from the desk, were it to fail, this, this, this is a global way to turn all that off. Yeah, um, and that's super important. And I and I've mentioned on here before. I've gone whole tours where I because it's an extensive. You talk about taking a while to write that, particularly if you're using a lot of plugins or a lot of you're just doing a lot of shit. <clears throat> it takes a while to write that one. Like you really have to. That's like busy work to the nth degree. You know. So I've <laughs> gone
0: whole think about what you're doing because it's possible. And this is why, this is a great discussion. This is why I always tell people, try not to have your uh, waves racks or universal audio rack um, be gain staged. um, Because as soon as you pop all those inserts out Mm -hmm. and you've taken all your plugins and they're all gain staged to where with the insert in, it's six DB hotter. Mm -hmm. Now, when you have a failure, Across mm-hmm. your whole console, you're gonna. I mean, boy, your gain yeah. stage is gonna go shit. You totally. Know? Um, so uh, it, it's something to keep in mind. You know, I, I try to not make my plugins be a gain stage. Like I try to yep. work on the gain properly on the channel so that it's going mm-hmm. whether the inserts is in or not. It is just only compressing, not adding gain. For right. Instance.
1: And you know what, that's actually why we're talking about. I'll tell you one that I've done as well um, is a lot of times if I am a being gear or plug it, whether it be plugins or outboard or whatever it might be, or even just a scenario, I will write uh, a macro that swaps from like one patch to, to one, t- to the other. So I can with it, the push of a button, I can sit there and do two things. One, which one do I like better? Yep. Or it might be like an on off type thing where I can see or not on off. Like I, it's just basically so I can look between the two and make sure that I'm not going, Ooh, I like that one better. It's like, yeah, it's eight DB louder every time. Exactly. You do, you know, that's, so that's a, you a know, thing.
0: I mean that not to take us down a rabbit hole, but it's my mm-hmm. biggest bitch about plug-in presets.
1: Oh, the um, gain thing. It's, yeah. it's such a it's like, cheap trick. It's called hype.
0: It's a cheap it trick, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when when I see plugins from amazing guys like Andrew Sheps, for example, none of his plugins really have too much hype in them. They're mm-hmm. all like maybe a dB change or whatever, but I look at some other people's presets and I'm just like, all that is is gain. There's not it's not making a timbre change, you know, right.
1: Uh, I was out at, um, last week, last year, I don't even know anymore. I was out, uh, with my buddy Robbie at the all for one church in California, outside of LA. And we were just trying to do some neat stuff. What, what, what what do we want to do? And I don't know the Kramer. I've never really dug into Kramer tape. Yeah. I've just never messed with it much. I don't whatever. And, uh, I was like, all right, let's look for some presets. And I popped one in and it was so much louder, but I could tell what it was doing was all, was what I wanted. You know, True.
0: so then you went back to the output side of it and just, turned. I it went down, to right? the
1: output side, adjusted yeah. and guess what? It didn't give me the same. Oh my God feeling. Right. But it was, it was better. But that was like a shocking example of like, that should be
0: illegal. How much, <laughs> uh, you know, the plug-in police should come yeah. for reddy Kramer. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, you know, and that's just a standard, literally it's uh, mm-hmm. a thought process of hyping stuff. Yeah. I get why they do and it. Plug-in manufacturers do it all the
1: time. I get why they do it. Uh, uh, so, uh, but, but yeah, but so back to, you know, back to the topic, that's something I'll write often is, and, and that's like a macro that's not going to live with me for a tour. I'll write it for the right. day, you know, to do that. So that's Just one that I'll a, be
0: a piece of gear, basically. a
1: being a piece of gear yeah. or some some routing scenario or something. Sure. We're talking about the, the script history, so to speak. That's the one where you really have to, you got to think about, okay, what am I asking it to do? And uh, this and that, you just got to be really thorough when you write it. Um, and in that, and particularly when you get in the on off scenario, but that's one that I'll bury. I'll bury that. I'll bury the oh shit one. Um, I don't know. Can you think of any like crazy ones you've ever had to write? Or have you-
0: yeah, totally. But uh, before I'll, I'll tell you that one in a minute, which is pretty crazy. Um, but but actually cool. Um, I just wanna point out the uh, a, a simple one, which is only the master bus insert. And the reason that I have a macro for the master bus insert is not for failure. I use um, a, a subtle, but there um, spreading of my mix bus. Um, mm. uh, it's a Neve unit um, that does, uh, take some stuff, and you can you can decide what frequencies to spread. So, like you know, if you want your mid range to be spread out a little bit at a certain frequency, um, it'll do that, and maybe push forward your your low end. Um, mm-hmm. So it's 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 a thing that kind of plays with phase a little bit and uh, makes your mix bus you know really go from like this to like this, you know. Yeah um has depth and and whatever um so i have that unit that's on my mix bus and it's great for my mix but when we're tuning the pa yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not the thing that you want you know in there yeah. um so every day there is a, a a big um you know red macro that says when it's out um, the master bus insert to remind me when I look at a show, you know, I don't know about you, but when I start a show, I'm scan across all my macros. It's part of my flight checklist or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and because you can color them, I can see right away whether or not, you know, something is in there. Um, mm-hmm. Cause that's happened. Like literally, you know, my system engineer has tuned the PA um, and then I have forgotten to put it back in. Yeah. Um, you know uh, so it just reminds me. So, uh, master best insert super easy. Um, you were talking about ones that are pretty extensive, kind of along the same lines for PA tuning. Um, I've created a macro, and actually this came from Adam as well, the same guy that uh, built the playback uh, one. Um, but uh, anyway, it's a it's a macro that um, you know all of my outputs to the PA. Um, you know, left, right, sub, front fill, whatever are matrix items. Okay. Um, and there is, I've built a macro that takes the noise channel and inserts it on those matrix outs Mm -hmm. and disables the master bus. So when my system engineer is Working, like if we're in a situation where we're totally time crunched, mm-hmm. um, and you know, we have 15 minutes to tune the PA and then two minutes to hear it. Um, I still need to do some virtual playback at first to kind of get myself back together from the night before. Um, so I built this macro so that a system engineer can still be tuning the PA because it's sourcing it actually sources from the output of a smart ray. Right. Right. Straight into the matrix. Right. Um, And allows you to time align and do all that kind of stuff. Meanwhile, it has removed the mix bus so that in my headphones, I'm hearing the master bus in the solo mode Mm -hmm. and I can work in my headphones, doing mixing, getting my shit together, uh, virtual playback wise while he is still able to have noise coming through the console. Mm hmm. Um, so very, very handy. Uh, uh, you know, I've had many situations where we've been totally time and that particular macro, um, you know, saved us 10 minutes, which is, you know, when you're time crunch, that's an important, important Mm -hmm. minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, how about you? What, what's your longest macro? I'm trying to think. Well, I know one, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get
1: this out. Right. But. There was a scenario once where we were doing a TV taping for Lady Gaga. And I was there, my console was there and in the room, and there was a small PA hanging. But, you know, it was inappropriate and not necessary for me to be at show. In fact, it was destructive for me to be at show volume. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Yeah. But and there was a truck, of course, there was a truck there doing it's de- uh, recording truck, mobile truck doing its deal. But because we was 9 million inputs, and because I was well dialed in, my mix was going to be used for all the reference stuff. You know what I mean? So I had this now. So basically, so here's the deal. So I've got there's me, I am actually mixing, I, I'm not just like there, like, flippantly turning it up, being like, okay, cool. I get paid today. Like I have to pay attention to what's going on, but I can't have the PA loud. It has to be just loud enough. But then I needed to have, there was like three different essay mics, stage announce mics. There was like, you know, there was the stage manager, there was like a producer and a director all had to then come through the PA at legit volume at any given time. So what I had to do, this Got was it. a mixture of matrix and macro. Oh shit. And of course I had to do all of this in like five seconds. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So I think what I did was instead of the PA, instead of like, I didn't want to turn the, the problem was I didn't want to turn my master bus down because that's what was going to all the record stuff. Totally. Get right. It. Um, and the way i usually do it is the pa is sourced from that master bus the master stereo bus fader sits at zero it goes to for me it doesn't go to a number it just goes to two the pa left pa right and then that is what i turn up and down and it gets matrixed in the processors so now i'm having to have the pa really low super low but i need those announce mics to come through loud so i had to basically i had to write a new It was like I had to make a new matrix with the PA turned down. Yes, you know
0: what I'm saying on the input side. On the The input input side of the matrix, the PA is turned way down.
1: Right. Instead of sitting at zero always and being adjusted by the fader, but now it's turned down. But all those talking head mics are at zero. Are at zero. And then somehow it then incorporated into a macro where I, I believe the macro was simply to mute the stereo bus feed to the matrix so that the talking heads could stay active you know what i mean it was just one it was one of those things where i was like i am so unbelievably glad i have this console right now yeah totally and there's no one that's going to pat you on the back for writing that macro like that's just going to be one of yours like fuck yeah that was pretty slick and i remember it being a personal win and it felt really good but it was uh it was kind of a a shady moment how I wrote it. And I think it was a little more complex than I'm describing it, but it was, that's kind of, that was the one that always, you had
0: a bunch of stuff happening with one button hit that
1: that's why it, what always comes to mind. And there was some on off feature to it as well. That did a couple things. That's one example of a macro that think, you know, I never would have in a million years thought that I would have needed to do that, but I did it. I was glad I had it. and, And it went away after that show. It never, I've never had to do that again. You know,
0: I have the utmost respect for uh guy lifestyle guys that do TV shows, man, because oh, man. all of that shit comes up all the time, all the time. They must all mm-hmm. the time have to write some weird macro to make stuff work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, having worked in TV, you know, I did a Nickelodeon show for like three years. Um, they, they don't care and they want it now. That's what I was going to say. If you screw it up once. Yeah. you'll never hear the end of it. Like it's yeah. like, oh, we're waiting on sound again. Right, you know, yeah, they're that, shitty about it. That kind of attitude. And so uh, yeah. I have the utmost respect for for live sound guys that do TV, mm-hmm. it's hard, mm-hmm. not easy. Yeah. Um, cool, uh, great, great macro. Um, let's see, uh, I was trying to think of some other things. Do you, have you ever been in a situation, I have been in a situation with a, several bands where the background vocals uh, switch. So, okay. in other words, the bass player that is always usually playing on stage left, mm-hmm. oftentimes for a background vocal section, runs over to stage right and mm-hmm. stings. The problem is, is that he is his gain and timbre and all kinds of things are EQ are completely different than the stage right guy. Mm -hmm. So if he walks over to the stage right microphone and sings into that microphone, Mm -hmm. it's, um, it's not pretty at all. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, like it's bad, you know, I've had a couple of bands that are like that. And so, um, I've built macros that switch, um, uh, switch the inputs of of both of them and also adjust the gain properly. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm trying to think exactly what it does. It, uh,
1: i could see it would take it would take mic two and then when engaged for fred mic two yes. has 12 db of gain yes. maybe an in accompanying in a eq the yeah. other press of the button switches it for steve which has 18 db of gain and a different that kind of thing
0: yes that's exactly what's happening yeah um I believe there's a plug-in change in that, too. Like there's an A insert and a B insert, and they're yeah. opposite of each other, mm-hmm. I think. It was, it's a bunch of stuff that has to happen in order to make that happen. Mm. Um, and uh, But it works really well. One button push, I'm paying attention, oh, he's running over to stage right again, let's do that swap. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, because inevitably the guy that's normally in stage, right? When one guy runs to one side, he runs to the other. So it is almost always a swap.
1: I've never had to do that, but I've had to. And real quick, let me say something. When you mentioned that A and B where the inserts are on the Digico, that's why I have to write a macro for the thing is because most times I am doing something in that EQ section in the middle that does not make it a one-to-one Thing. Right. So I'm basically making a change or B yeah. change or something. Anyway, um, I've never had to do what you're talking about, although that makes a lot of sense. And I, again, that's why they've made that functionality. I have done things, though, where it might have been on Bieber, where, you know, some people's actually not most people that they're singing and they're addressing the crowd voice are so markedly
0: different. I've done this as well. Yep.
1: You know, where I will drop in. Um, like a whatever I have available still, like a graphic EQ or something that will allow them to, that will make it to where it's intelligible at all. You know? So I've done that. I have done that before.
0: I mean, in general, um, you know, kind of what we're talking about too is that macros make, even if it's only doing one single function, it makes it easier to be right in front of you and easy access to, as Mm. opposed to, Finding that channel, opening the insert section, going to insert B, and then the on and off button. So, if all of that is on a single button that's right in front of you, yes, it's only one function. It's only doing one stupid thing, but mm-hmm. it keeps you from paging, getting lost in pages of stuff.
1: Right. You know? And provides visual reference with the color. Exactly.
0: At least on the Digico. That's
1: what those other desks don't do, if I'm honest. Yeah. The ones that I know maybe Avid does, but the other desks just like a just a button,
0: you know. So, um yeah, so um, I had had uh, a couple of times where I had to do this. Uh, also, um, uh, I know monitor guys that use that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, like Kiss, for example. You know, Gene sings completely different than uh, Tommy does, and and Ace when I was there. Um, and so, monitor guy. There, there is also two more positions on the outside so it's four microphones Mm -hmm. four microphones one two no five microphones um uh, uh, that at any time any one of those guys could go to those five microphones so they've built macros for the specific guy you know say paul goes to stage right now he's singing lead vocal from stage right now Mm. he's up on the wing singing lead vocal Mm -hmm. Uh, So, monitor guys, you know, build macros that keep all of that the same. Wherever the guy goes, it's going to sound the same. Right. Uh, And, uh, and that's, I've seen that happen a lot. I've seen, I know most monitor guys build macros that can easily switch mixes to different packs and Mm -hmm. inputs for, um, uh you know for uh transmitters and that kind of shit uh so like for instance all of their backup stuff is all macro oriented like okay that pack fails now it's i'm switching to another uh transmitter mm-hmm. um i know tater does that um he is a proponent of you know he says this all the time he's like a lot of guys take two packs coming from the same transmitter, and that's their backup, right? Mm -hmm. They say, here's this pack. Okay, if it starts to fail, then just hand them the other pack. But what that isn't changing is the transmitter. Right, Right. what if that's what's failing? Exactly, and all that other routing. He's like, Mm -hmm. if you need a backup, I wanna change all of it. Like, Mm -hmm. I want it to be coming from a different source to a different transmitter to a different pack. Mm-hmm. Um, because you don't know in the battle, you don't know which is failing. Um, you know, you don't have time to like figure out which what's failing. Is it the right. pack? Is it the transmitter? Is it the whatever? Um, so he has. I've seen his console. It has pages of um, you know just on off backup stuff. That switch information to going to another transmitter um
1: Mm -hmm. so i've seen and you'd have to stay on your toes with stuff like that
0: yeah Uh, i don't know if you remember on bieber like alex the monitor engineer had all kinds of macros going on for talkbacks yes remember that yes so i'm not sure exactly what he was doing but it was crazy like all kinds of matrix changes Mm -hmm. um so that You know, uh, for example, the musical director wanted to be able to only talk to the band um, and then only, uh, you know, wanted to be able to talk to Justin in some cases. Mm -hmm. um, And literally, he had one single talk back and he would use his push button, say to Alex, hey, I need to talk to Justin alex would hit the macro that allows his thing to go to justin right um and then there was like way more there was like crew involved in that too Mm -hmm. where uh, alex had control over the crew talking back to certain people it was i mean i just remember it was like you know half of his job was managing these right you You know know what's so funny
1: and this is God, it's almost like almost wrapping us up here, right where we started, where we got a little long-winded. I'm just thinking about all of this stuff, all of these people with all of these skills and all of this attention to detail at every moment. Sitting the fucking home right
0: now. You know know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Sorry, didn't want to have to go there. No, Um, but I mean that is the deal, right? I mean, I always tell people. The days when when I started, and I think when you started as well, were, you know, Lost Boy Cocaine Cowboys. Yeah. So like yeah. literally, uh, you ran away to the circus mm-hmm. and came and worked in this industry, and then you learned your trade. Mm-hmm. That was how our industry was 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, it is highly skilled, highly mm-hmm. trained, Individuals that know things about networking and, uh, you know, everything that you need to know in order to get digital audio happening is a a, a huge skill. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's what's crazy is like these guys that have all this knowledge Mm -hmm. are now, you know, doing whatever they have to do to make their families It's crazy. And And, I realize we're not come back by the way. That's, that's what kills me is it's like if they pivot to something that maybe pays them the same and allows them to stay at home, Mm -hmm. they may stay there when we come Mm -hmm. in. So what does that mean? Like, what does that look like? It looks like us who don't know, don't know any better. Right. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Going back to work. Come back in. yeah, Yeah. Going back to work with people that don't have the skills. And there's right. going to be failures and there's going to, it's going to be bad. It's mm-hmm. not going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah about that all the time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, again, we're not, we're not landing rockets on the moon here, you know, I mean, we're talking we're about, not, but we are singer is where, but still like yeah. that's effort. And that's like again, there's no blueprint for how to do this. There's no manual. It's like, here's this, here are your tools. What are you going to do? You know? And that also kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Is like, this is our creative output, you know? Um, but yeah, that's
0: crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know, I always talk about, um, I have skills that a lot of people don't have. Um, and just because they're a doctor, You know, Mm -hmm. uh, my own father, who's in his 80s, late 80s now, um, is literally, my favorite story about him is back in the days of beepers. He still had a rotary phone. Mm -hmm. And on that pager that I had was a voicemail thing. Like, if you didn't dial in a number right away, it went to voicemail and you Mm -hmm. could leave a message. Well, I got a message one day of my father On a rotary phone going zip, (laughs) zip, because he thought that a rotary phone could put in the numbers into Uh a a pager. Uh This is a guy who's a doctor and has his hands in Mm -hmm. someone's (laughs) chest every day, yet. he couldn't figure out how to operate a that's great right um right so i just mean that you know there are skills that we have that even you know if they're so what if you're a doctor you might have skills about that but you don't know how to operate a you know digital sc7 right Um, and so i'm afraid that we're going to lose some some guys that have those kinds of you know specific knowledge
1: Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm yeah. So. Well, then whoever's going to step up, I guess, get ready. <laughs> you know?
0: This is going to be awesome. Well, you know, I mean, it does, I
1: mean it it's just that a
0: is chapter, right. You know, okay, yeah. so maybe there's going to be people that get an opportunity that didn't have it before. So,
1: yeah. And that's
0: it. And that's what it's going to be.
1: You know, it's when people just kind of pushed along.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, before we ended up here, any other macros? Just Not to that come to mind, I'm sure as usual, once we, stop. I'll think of something <laughs> in an hour, but
1: as no, not really, but it's just a highly super powerful tool. Yeah. Something you should embrace, you know, yeah. definitely make your own again. Some of ours are probably sound archaic to, to sure. some listeners or viewers or whatever, but, um,
0: which brings yeah. up a really good point as a way of teaching and all of us learning in the comments below, put mm-hmm. in a macro that you think is important or that you use. That's great. I'd love to hear what some of you are doing out there, um, uh, teach me. I want to know.
1: Yeah, 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 Comment below. Totally. Um,
0: All right, guys, well, thanks for tuning in. Um, We hope you got you a little bit of knowledge about how we use macros, and hopefully some of you comment below with uh, how you use macros, and maybe we can uh, share share our knowledge. All right, guys, take care. Have a great week. See you, everybody.